Hello and welcome to the Glassbury Calling Podcast. Um, yeah, back it's uh, one with me and Gem, so uh, really looking forward to this. Um, Gem's away in Italy at the moment, so uh, we've done it between phone and uh, other bits and bobs, so uh, it went quite well. Sounds quite good, so um, we had a good chat uh, about um, his trip to Italy, what it's like over there now, uh, how he's getting on there. Uh, also, um, that's recording uh, how we got on at uh, the Red Brick Building. Uh, also, having a chat about Squid Game, uh, yeah, the uh, television series that's setting the world alight and a roundup of upcoming gigs uh, coming up this weekend for you. Uh, we have um, music from Oda Gilt, uh, Daniel Shaw, uh, also the Proxy Youth. Sharon Lazybird and Turner. Right, we're going to kick the show off now uh, with Ode Guilt and uh, a brilliant track of theirs called Ghost Box. Thank you. 
Hello and uh, welcome to the Glastonbury Calling Podcast with uh, me, Ian, and Jem. How are you doing, Jem? Yeah, okay, thanks, uh, Ian. We're using the good old Alexander Graham Bell this, this week's uh, edition, aren't we? Yeah, it might, it might sound a bit different. I mean, you're you're out in it, Italy in a secluded area. Yeah, no, we were going to do the good old-fashioned Zoom. Uh, uh, and, of course, I've been spending the last 20 minutes buffering and connecting and going round and round in circles. And you, you know when you want to just sort of throw something at it? I, I've done the opposite because I think you get angry with people. It's not a good way to help persuade people to do things in the way you might request of them. So I've been feeding my tablet, you know, little bits of ice cream, Italian ice cream. I've been giving my ta- tablet, serenading it. Still not working. Uh, so we on. are on the phone. Yeah, but ice cream. Did Italians do coconut ice cream? Well, you, this is what we've got to explore. We've only arrived yesterday, and uh, the when we go out for an ice cream, you've got lots of pistachios and all these different uh, flavours, but you know which one I'm going to have. It is coconut ice cream, and then I kind of run them dry. I eat all the coconut ice cream. When I go back the next day, there's none left, but uh. they do have it here. Yeah, and other flavours are there, but really there's only one flavour. It is the coconut ice cream. So, it's so renowned in Glastonbury, and we really should have a, Glaston- a Glastonbury coconut ice cream uh, store. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, have you learnt the Italian for coconut ice cream? Because that's the most important thing. I don't. My Italian is absolutely rubbish. I love the sound of languages. Uh, Ros and I were talking today about the, the beautiful language. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. This is the thing because I feel absolutely useless here. And uh, apparently, I've got an Italian. We went down to the market in Amandolo, which is in Le Marche, northeast of Italy. And uh, and everything feels to me very musical in the way people speak and sort of communicate with each other. But because I bought myself a, a, a sort of a fleece type jumper from the market, uh, according to Ros, I look Italian. So everyone's speaking to me in fluent Italian. And I haven't got a clue what people are saying. But it sounds <laughs> wonderful. They're probably calling me, you know, your little blah, 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 because I don't swear, as you know. And I'd probably go, yes, that's me, that's me. But it sounded wonderful anyway. So, yeah, I'm I'm loving Italy. Thank you. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, obviously COVID things have changed here. What's it like over there now, then? Have things lifted a bit since your last visit? We've had lots of chats about this, haven't we, about how we feel about everything. And in Italy... I feel in the in the sort of town that we're in, it, everything is very cool. Everybody wears masks. To get into restaurants, you have to show your COVID equivalent pass. It's got a green pass. Uh, there's a much greater sense of community and actually how everyone pulls together. Uh, and because of that, the actual rates are very low. You know, it, it's it's about uh, you know one tenth of the size of the UK rates moment so people are getting on it people are opening up you can get into restaurants you get into bars but to get into a bar you have to show your vaccination your green pass as it's called here uh, and people get on with it actually in the street even in the streets people are wearing masks and you can't see people smiling but there's a kind of a recognition with everyone everyone's doing doing their bit for the community so i'm quite impressed really those maybe who don't agree with it see it differently but life just goes on does it really matter and, yeah. and i think everyone is really pulling together here yeah considering that when they hear you're english do they sort of like go and walk over the other side of the street <laughs> <laughs> i feel apologetic all the time actually but no i think like everywhere a smile and a nod and an understanding we're human and i think we're 
you get away from these kind of preconceptions that we have, whether it be politics or even football, are we over the Euro final? Probably not. But at the same time, you, you recognise a good game, whoever is playing. And uh, and I think also in towns where you are, people just love having visitors as much as we do in Glastonbury. So, I no, I think if you're um, not going to express a particularly extreme opinion and just get on and can, can bring commonality in conversation, I think people are fine. So what's my commonality? It's coconut ice cream, isn't it? Brilliant. All right, we're going to play our first track now. Uh, this is uh, Rosa Des- Denmark, who um, uh, got Chris Webb and Lonely Tourist in the band and A Decent Hour.
Okay, uh, that was Rose of Denmark. And uh, yeah, I'm back here with uh, Jem all the way from Italy. I'm jealous, mate. Yes, well, it is pouring down with rain here. Uh, but at the same time, it's really nice to get out. It, it does feel a bit claustrophobic, doesn't it, when you, you're in one place and you can't get to places. People are beginning to get out and about, actually. Just want to say Rose of Denmark, really, really nice to see those two young men playing together again they're, they're both great individually but i'm really so pleased that they're playing together so yeah i definitely want to catch them soon. yeah really good um yeah and, and um first time i really spoke to you since glastonbury calling and uh, thanks very much for looking after um the stage down at the red brick uh, what, what what did you make of it from your point of view um i've got to say it's one of my favorite glass recordings that we've had music and also going into various gigs thinking I'm not sure what I'm going to think about these guys uh, and at the Red Brick building for the headliner when when the group said could we turn the lights off I thought this could be interesting uh, scalping headliners how good were they <laughs> I managed to get a little bit of video and just love the atmosphere everyone was really really enjoying it and we were all illuminated and almost like a trance dance by their wonderful light set uh, and as I, we dropped down to see the grandma's house, went to see Kurt, Kurt Gallagher. Uh, a great uh, evening, and I think everyone was really celebratory. They were celebrating the fact that live music was in Glastonbury across so many stages across the town. Brilliant. Thank you so much to Ian and all the volunteers, people on the sound. Love Sophie on the sound. Big shout out to her. She was the coolest sound engineer I've ever met. Other sound engineers are just the good, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, no, it was, it was really good. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, you were lucky to watch Grandma's house. I was out shooting about here, there and everywhere. And uh, I come back and I thought, oh, they've still got like, I'll catch the last 20 minutes of them. And because and they had quite a short set, I only caught the last song. I was gutted. Karen said they were yeah, really good. No, they were brilliant. I felt really guilty because I got a message from the drummer's mother and saying, aren't you coming down here? Because I've known the, the drummer since she was a baby, basically. Uh, and we were just sitting there, these three young women. They're one of the best punk bands around at the moment. And uh, Kate, uh, Poppy's mum, who's the drummer and singer, just said, can you imagine this very timid young child growing up to be totally punk and totally full of energy and really cool? Um, it's just wonderful to see the group they're gonna do good aren't they i think they are a band to watch yeah they're lined up for like stacks of festivals next year already and um you know we're, we're going down to uh one in january uh, uh, we'll talk about another time and they're lined up for that but i having to look at a lot of the summer lineups coming out for quite a lot of the festivals their name is on them so i think you know give them a year of festivals uh by the following year they'll probably be uh, on to full-time contracts and what have you then, I would think. And this, this is where I start to pray, and I do this with loads of bands, when you can just see the twinkle, when you can see they're going to go out of Earth's gravity, and you just say, please stay together, stay friends, keep making music, don't split up. I hope they keep they keep going, because they, they are great, they're ones to watch. Okay, uh, right, I'm going to play a track now uh, by our good friend Daniel Shaw, uh, this is an album that you love, actually, and there's a track uh, called The Glastonbury Canal. Floating cold, floating 
Chases the great white whale He tries to strike But he'll fail A black scar in the blubber pail Cuts through the flesh of the land Lines traced on glass to breeze hand Okay, uh, that was Daniel Shaw. He did a great job uh, with the students down uh, uh, the Riflemen's at Glastonbury Corden as well. That was really good. And his album Fish House Blues is, is, I think, a classic. You know, if you want to hear good acoustic roots music but based on stories in our area, it's an album to check out. Do listen to the album. And well done for the Strode students. They're, there's an amazing musical talent coming out from that, that college in the street. Very proud of them. And, and a lot of those musicians are going to do well, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. And, and his album's all about Somerset and the area and what have you. It's really good. I learned a thing about Somerset the other day. I expect you know this because you're a very knowledgeable person. Uh, you know, Western Zoyland and Middle Zoyland, do you know what that means? No, I don't. I'm, I, 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 you just disproved your own theory. You oh, know, I thought you... I feel I'm a Jethro Tull album, and I'm as wide as a brick as the album title, I believe. I just change it around. No, I didn't. I just love place names. Yeah. So in my head, I'm hearing the word Zoy, and went, so yeah. No, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I only found this out last week. Um, Carl, who I, I work with, he he uh, he told me uh, that the Zoyland means sea land and it was a, a a name given by the dutch settlers who came over here uh in the past and um that's what it means so like middle zoilands middle sea land western zoilands western sea land there you go and there's lots of kiwi birds flying over them <laughs> new zoilands it all makes sense now yeah it all makes sense no well we're here to educate uh, but, uh yeah have you had any chance uh to well let's Sort of like I went to. Um, we've been see, watching a bit of Netflix, and have you seen Squid Gamers yet? No, I, I really want to, and, and uh, yeah, I was. Um, I, there's a thing in the in the Guardian newspaper talking about is the most watched of any debut series anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm this art. It's going to be right up my street, so it is one that I'm looking forward to when I have a little bit of broadband. I'm going to be watching it out here. Uh, how far have you got with it? Uh, we're, we're on the second episode. We've watched the second episode and we're really enjoying it at the moment. And the best description I've heard of it, uh, of it is it's a cross between The Hunger Games and um, Parasite. So it's somewhere in the middle of that. So, uh, you well, know. It's it, funny you should say that, Ian, because actually I saw a picture of the article about it and I've been sort of eyeing it up. My son's told me it's really good. So I'm definitely going to watch it so we'll catch up after I've sort of uh, watched the first episode. But one of the actors in it actually was in 
Parasite. And I recognise the, the woman's face who was one of the leading actors in Parasite. So that's a nice crossover. The question is, though, are you watching it in rubber-dub style or are you watching it with subtitles? Oh, I'm watching it with subtitles. So I heard it. I heard it's it's far better watching it in subtitles and uh like parasite you wouldn't i wouldn't have liked to watch that dubbed it had a lot more effect on me you know being you know watching a subtitled version anyway you know so um yeah and, and i've seen that about three times and it's brilliant so yeah this is this is good anyway first two episodes yeah it's on the list it's on the priority list so i'm looking forward to that yes Squid Game on Netflix, the uh, biggest watched debut series ever. Yeah, pretty, pretty big. And yeah. and, and also uh, watched, um, we went and watched James Bond at the weekend as well. So I can't, Ooh. I can't talk about that too much because if I say too much, I'll give too much away. <laughs> and it's one of those things, I, I, I think it could be a little bit shorter, that's all I'd say. But um, yeah. it was good story and... Uh, one of the best characters in it. Um, we loved the char- character. It was a, um, I won't say who it is, uh, but we just wish they could have been in it a lot longer because they were brilliant. But uh, apart from that, you know, it's, it was good. If anyone likes Bond, they'll enjoy this film, I'm sure. So uh, you're listening to the Glaston Recording Podcast, and the podcast is the podcast with the golden gun. The one with the golden gun, and uh, uh, this is for the new generation, and this is the Proxy Youth.
consequence of it, you get more for less. What happens to the rest of the time that we confess? There is no more for less. You can't do more for less. You can't do more for less. What happens to the rest of the time that we confess? There is no more for less. You can't do more for less. It's just a bloody mess. Two tracks there. That was the proxy youth, and after that was uh, Sharon Lazybird with More for Less. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean the whole town's waking back up, uh, getting back to gigs. So there's a few gigs on uh, this weekend. We'll go through for people. Um, Charlie Miller's back down to King Arthur on Friday, so uh, he, he's back. yeah, he's really good, and uh, that'll be a great gig. Uh, Ley lines are at Cobblestones. If anyone's uh, up near Bridgewater, um, there's uh, uh, quite a few acts on. There's more on at the Arthur. Uh, there's, but the big one um, this weekend is at the Red Brick Building. Uh, there's Top Loader, Turner, and uh, Prittis Brothers. I'm not sure if it's sold. I think there's still a, a few limited tickets left for that. But um, that's quite a big act for them to have down the Red Brick. It's going to be a great night. And it, oh, I'll tell you what's so, uh, sort of inspiring, really. Well done to Rob Tolbert and the gang for putting, putting, putting that on. But 
have a gig advertised and actually it's going to happen. So really, really pleased with that. It should be a wonderful evening. I was just we were talking about Glastonbury calling and how lucky we are to have such wonderful venues in the town. Uh, and Redbrick, it's great to see music back at the Redbrick building. Yeah, I mean, they've got some good stuff coming up there as well. You know, they've got um, uh, Blackwater County, who we've got tickets for. I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, they're a really good band. Uh, they're playing in November. And uh, I think one you like, the Undercover Hippies coming down there as well soon. Yeah, that'd be great. Might, might be there for that one. Yeah, I, re- I reckon so. And, um, yeah, besides that, Tim Sunfield's playing, uh, DJing uh, down the Rife's. No, I'm sorry, playing uh, loop music uh, down the rice and then Rowan Black's down the King Arthur on Sunday. Uh, so, um, yeah, there's there's plenty on uh, this weekend for people to see in town anyway. So, uh, yeah, but you, you, you'll you be out eating pizzas, won't you? Yeah, the pizzas here are really cheap and really authentic and in the sense that they are just massive and the toppings that come on them are large mushrooms donuts of cheese and actually I'm feeling like I could do one now actually so we'd better wrap up this podcast podcasts are forever I'm just throwing in these bondisms on you yeah po- podcasts only live twice yeah yeah but yeah uh, for, for sure yeah alright uh, so we better get going with a golden gun and uh, <laughs> say goodbye to everyone and uh, we'll finish up with a bit of Turner and Spectral thanks very much Jem Hey, lovely to speak and catch up everyone soon on the next edition of Glastonbury Calling. Take care. In the star, she is the future. There's nothing she can't do. She knows she's full of wonder. She'll put a spell on you. Her skin, she is powerful